Hey there, loves. It's Annetta Lynn. Thank you for tuning in to our love cast this week. I am looking forward to discussing love and relationships as well as healing or healing thyself. So let's strap in and let's just get down to the nitty gritty. As always, we're always talking about love and ways to love effectively, whether it's family or it's relationships or, you know, in any area of your life that you like to improve in love and relationships. Um, I do believe that relationships are the cornerstone of human life. I I had a um, conversation this week with my son and I was just trying to explain to him how molecules (laughs) run together. He's more of a scientist or a scientific buff. And so he was just like, uh, there's no relation to science and how relationships work. And I was trying to explain to him how different relationships work. Because even if you look at a battery or a magnet and how um, two um, of the same, it's like they go against each other, like two minuses go against each other, two positive goes against each other, but a positive and negative, they attract each other, which does not necessarily mean that um, opposites attract. But um, again, my, my whole point to that is just seeing how relationships actually make a difference in our lives. So we always want to create or develop relationships as much as we can. And I would say like, Um, even when you become a child of course your first relationship may be with your parents or whatever the case may be and let's say that you don't have a stellar relationship with your parents or maybe your siblings you don't have a stellar relationship with them you know you can always work on these things and it's very important that you understand that you can work on these things and actually make them better and it's a process it sometimes it doesn't happen overnight but it's a process that could happen. So today I am actually going to give you some ways that you can kind of heal through relationships. Um, Just a little bit of information that you can kind of take with you or some takeaways to be more effective in relationships and all types of relationships as it relates to creating a foundational or a foundation of a positive relationship. So let's say that... um, you had a relationship, or I'm going to start with romantic, or you had a ro- romantic relationship with someone, or it's not even so much romantic, maybe it's just a puppy type of love that you had as a child, and um, you you had this thing for for um, for, for people with, um, let's say, with long arms, <laughs> just something interesting or quirky that you had, or maybe you like people with big brown eyes, or whatever the case may be. And um, every time you try to create a relationship with this person with big brown eyes or, you know, whatever the case may be, they would um, reject you. And it, it just made you feel a certain type of way. And during that rejection, as you got older and you met more people with brown eyes, if they rejected you, then you just knew like this person rejected me. They have brown eyes. And I know because you have brown eyes, you're also going to reject me. And as funny as it sounds, um, sometimes it happens. And so I think one of the ways that we should look at relationships is we have to start foundationally loving ourselves and then understand that sometimes rejection doesn't necessarily mean 
that we're not worthy of a good relationship or it doesn't necessarily mean that whomever rejected us is a bad person maybe it was something else so um i'm going to talk about that as well um rejection is a big thing that i noticed that a lot of people have a hard time understanding but um it's important that you understand that rejection is sometimes um, and i know it sounds cliche is for your protection some of us are protected and so the rejection is for you to be covered in, in many ways um, other times the rejection is just because maybe you are not aligning with that person and you guys are on two different paths that's perfectly okay as well and we also have to realize that some people are in our lives they're seasonal and so we believe okay you're supposed to be here with me that's not always the case we have to understand that everyone has a path that they have to go through and that's a part of understanding how our relationships flow and how our relationships grow and you definitely want to have someone that is foundational in your relationship someone that you know will be rooted in your relationship so if you think about a tree, you think about all the leaves that's on the tree and some of the branches, they grow out. But some of the branches during certain seasons, the leaves fall off and they're not as strong or they're not as rooted in that relationship. And it's okay for that leaf to fall off because you're going to be pruned and something new is going to come in and it's, it, it is for your good. So let's say that rejection has created um, some type of ought in your heart. And you're feeling some type of way and you're just, you feel hurt and you're just like, I feel hurt and I don't know how to deal with this type of hurt. Or let's say that um, even after you experience the hurt and you, your, your friend comes in and they make fun of you and they talk about you or whatever the case may be. And they're saying, oh, you're so stupid for, you know, feeling this way about people with brown eyes or you're dumb, you know, you know, whatever the case may be, any type of derogatory comments to make you feel like that less than or that, you know, you're undeserving of a certain type of love. And you have to be careful with those type of things because those things are very hurtful. Even if you don't want them to be, it's a possibility that they can be hurtful. And so, be careful with the people that you're around during your process when you're actually you're hurting from certain things or certain situations um, loves have you ever had your heart broken i would say i've had my heart broken quite a few times I'm probably um, very good or I've mastered the area of heartbreak because um, I think I asked a, in my social media uh, probably a week or two ago, how long does it take? And I genuinely believe that I can get over a heartbreak in 72 hours. Um, if I process it, if I think about it, and I think by the end of a, a, a good weekend or let's say let's say it's a three day weekend or maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday, by Monday, the goal is to um, get through or get over that heartbreak. So I don't know about you. Um, I did read a study that said it takes at least 11 weeks to get over a heartbreak. Um, some said close to three months. 
to get over a heartbreak. But I just found it interesting how um, people decide or how they process their feelings and how they heal after a heartbreak. One of the things that um, I was thinking about that my heartbreaks haven't always been just romantic. I've actually had a heartbreak um, about a, a job that I was in and I really absolutely loved the job and I lost my job. So um, it took a while for me to come back from that. I was just, I was distraught because I really loved what I did and I, I felt like there was nothing else that I can actually do. And so it took a while for me to process and I didn't understand it because I was very good at it. You know, if you're good at something, you know, you, you want to make sure that you're doing the best job, then, you know, it doesn't make any sense. Or let's say that you're in a relationship and you're doing everything that you need to do and you're you're trying to be there, you're supportive, you're good to that person and it, it you know, it ends and your heart is just broken into pieces because, you know, this is, this is what you want. Let's say uh, for me, like um, I'm a single mom and um, sometimes it, being a single mom, it can be heartbreaking because I honestly, earnestly wanted to raise a son in a family environment and so um that's another heartbreak that I I actually went through or like um friendships I've had friends that I thought I would have forever for the rest of my life and um out of the heartbreaks that I've actually had over my lifetime I believe um ending that friendship had to be the hardest one So I think everybody sees things differently and how they work through things. But um, when you have someone that you share so much with and you laugh and you joke and you talk and I I tell people some from time to time, they're just like, you know, I really, really love this person. Um, And it's more of a physical aspect to them, that person when they're loving each other. Um, It's more so like it was a sexual bond or a sexual connection that they had. And so they felt like when this sexual connection, this made me really love somebody. But imagine having a connection so strong with somebody that, of course, um, you know, having very, very close friends sex is not involved you're emotionally connected you you're built like sisters or you're built like brothers you share everything you're almost like siblings and then it's like losing somebody that's a big part of your life and so um again for me I would say one of my biggest heartbreaks um or it was it took a while which is kind of interesting because even even now sometimes I still process it because you know like I said, I, I believe you can get over a heartbreak in 72 hours romantically, but some people you, you're going to love for the rest of your life. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I did have a um, heartbreak and um, the heartbreak that I experienced was um, from a narcissist. And I think previously or before the heartbreak began, it was just more so like, I kind of knew it was a lot of things that wasn't fitting together. And honestly, this is the thing that really frustrated me, that helped me or it clicked a light for me. I'm very personable as it comes to money. If money don't click for me, (laughs) don't nothing else click for me. So I was asking him about some money and it was just like... And that was an indicator that this may not work. And so um, that's when I began the 72 hour process, which is probably, you know, sometimes it's unrealistic or it may sound like it's unrealistic for some, but 
for me it was a very real thing I knew what I wanted to do I knew that this person was no good for me I knew that I needed to move on and so I made it so okay I'm gonna get through this I cried about it I realized that in that relationship I was more embarrassed than anything else it wasn't so much that I needed to be with that person but I was more embarrassed than anything else so I needed to get out of that relationship and I also needed to forgive myself. And I was just like, why would you fall for someone like that? That frustrated me. And I'm also a stubborn person, which means I wasn't going to let it hold me back or I wasn't going to let it stop me from moving to my next. And I didn't want to be unhappy thinking about somebody that did not treat me right. And so um, that was a way that I processed my healing in my relationships. And it taught me a lot about who I am as a person. And if I want to let go, I can let go. Um, What's also interesting about relationships when you're trying to break free. Now, this was a relationship that wasn't so much favorable. And sometimes you have a relationship that you wanna be there. You wanna be with this person. You, You want to, you know, spend the rest of your life with this person or whatever the case may be. Um, And so um, a way that you can heal, and I'm actually going to give you some ways to heal, you may have to talk to a therapist. Like sometimes people don't want to talk to therapists or they feel like their information is too personal, but I would rather go to somebody that's unbiased that can actually help you. And also, um, if you can, if you don't talk to a therapist, make sure that you have somebody that can support you um, and what you need. So maybe a close friend. Um, I have people that I tell certain things. And friends, you, you can have a group of friends, but it's certain people that you know that will keep your information in a vault. And these are the people that you can go to when you're really going through someone. So um, if you have friends, make sh- you should have some friends. And sometimes people don't have a lot of friends. Um, They may have a small circle, but it's important that you do have somebody that you can talk to, whether it's a therapist or you have someone in in a small circle that you can talk to. Um, That's a way that you can actually heal yourself from a heartbreak. Um, Another way is, and I found this is interesting, that you can write it down, that you can create a journal. You can write down your feelings and your emotions if you don't have anybody to talk to then you'll be able to do to do that as well. Um, I also have this, um, it's kind of like an exercise, it's a note card exercise. You can take a bunch of note cards. And in this instance, um, you can do it if it's romantic, but I would say if you're going through something and it creates grief, or it may be some situations that you know, you're having a hard time dealing with, um, write down what those things are that you actually need. Like I need emotional support, I need a hug, I need I need um, food, I need my favorite dish. Write down those things that you think you will need to help process your pain. And when someone asks you what it is that you may need or do you, you know, they say, how are you doing? Do you need anything? Give them a card. Sometimes we can't verbalize that, but you write it on the note cards and you give it to them. Now, One of the things that I will not absolutely recommend is social media. What I have noticed that sometimes you can vent and put certain things on social media, but that's not the place that you actually pour your heart, especially um, 
um, considering how much information is out there on social media. Um, I do see people <laughs> do it, but if at all costs, avoid it if you can. Um, because later on you'll come back. It's just like sometimes when you're dating somebody and you post them on social media. I don't care if you if you date somebody, it's fine. But sometimes people will bring it up. And if you're strong enough to handle people bringing up your exes on social media, by all means, go for it. But if you're worried about what people may say, then that may not be the thing for you. So you may want to monitor um, how you express yourself on social media. And again, make sure that you have like a strong support system because that can actually help you through um, in your healing process. Another way, um, that you can actually heal is through physical exercise. Now, uh, one of the questions I asked today on my social media account is, can sex heal you? And from my understanding, some people do believe that most people believe that it could not heal you, but they also believe that it eased the pain. And I really believe I have to agree with that. Um, yeah, I've experienced that as well. I, I was at one point where it was just like, you know, <laughs> I just need to forget about it. And so um, sexual healing can be an aspect <laughs> of your healing. I hate to say that, but um, sometimes it does happen. And people do say, and I do understand the other aspect that you can get underneath somebody. And then um, when you're underneath this person, it'd be very difficult for you to heal because you're adding to your problem. Um, I agree with that as well. I agree with that as well. Um, but it is a stress relief. And um, yeah, I, I do understand that aspect of people, you know, deciding, hey, you know, maybe I just want to forget about it for an hour or so. But ultimately, um, you have to consider what it's actually doing to you and are you actually healing you know you're just probably just adding more more fuel to the fire you know and then those feelings that you had prior to getting with someone or laying with someone um, they may come out another way so you have to make sure that you um, manage your physical activity I would say and it will save you from a lot of grief moving forward Um, also if you can manage your emotions so um, I talked about rejection and how it plays a part in your life, but you also have to manage your emotions. If someone um, tells you that they're not interested in you, don't go bust the windows out their car. I'm, I'm, I'm just, please don't do that. Please. Or if someone breaks your heart, I mean, I, I, be rational. Let's, let's not end up on Snapped because you can't maintain your emotions um, if you can walk away breathe do whatever it is that you need to do to maintain your emotions cry it out if you need to cry it out it's nothing wrong with taking that time and crying it out um that can actually help you through your process it's a release so it's important that you do that as well um letting go let's talk about letting go i know sometimes people um say that you know it's very hard to let go And I understand that it's a process, but whether it's good or bad, you should learn a lesson in letting go. Let's say you look at a person that you're with and you have all these good things that you remember about them, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be some bad things that you remember about them as well. But, and I'm speaking romantically, take the lesson from you letting go. 
And um, I know it's a lot of hurt and pain, especially when you're experiencing it. But just say, okay, what am I supposed to learn from this so that I can move forward? You know, you have to be, you have to learn from it. Now, even with that, if you feel like you've done the wrong thing or you're having a hard time letting go, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself if you felt like a fool. Forgive yourself if you felt like you were manipulated. Forgive yourself if you felt like you were used. Give yourself an opportunity to make mistakes. And I always tell people, give yourself an allowance. Now, people say, hey, you made a mistake. You Own up to it. Yeah, I did make a mistake. That was stupid. And now I learn from my mistake. And that's a part of the healing. That's a part of the process. Having some type of accountability and knowing that you can move forward. And when you face those type of type types of things, then it makes it easier for you to move forward. And then also show yourself some compassion. You got to show yourself compassion. You have to understand that in this process, it takes time. And then when I say it takes time, that's the other thing that you could do. Give yourself time to heal. You got to give yourself time. Um, although the um, the studies say that it could take 11 weeks, and my personal best is 72 hours, but give yourself as much time as you need. And um, just choose how you want to use your time. You can spend more time working on you, working on your purpose, finding things in your life that actually give you meaning, you know, volunteering, those type of things actually help with the process and I would say for me um dealing with heartbreak or going through different processes of of heartbreak it's always been a time whenever and I think I said this before in the previous recording whenever I was given to others it made it easier for me to get over myself you know not that my pain wasn't real not that you know I hadn't experienced you know just a, a heartbreak or having experienced some type of failure but it was more so like, okay, when I start giving to other people, I start realizing how blessed I was in my situation. Um, I would say um, when I was dating the narcissist and we broke up, it was a breath of fresh air. And I don't know about you, if you ever um, met somebody that when you broke up, you just got happy and your family got happy and everybody got happy because you weren't together anymore. I think that's how it was. <laughs> I was just, it was weird because I was like, oh, you know, I was able to move forward without feeling like, you know, I don't know. I just felt overwhelmed in that situation. And I was glad that it ended, which is just really interesting in itself. Did you get what you're looking for? Did you find a way to heal yourself? Are you interested in healing yourself? Hopefully so. Um, these are just some steps you can take to be in being effective in your healing process. And the reason why it's necessary to do this is so that you can prepare for the right one, or you can be better for the right one, or you can have extremely successful relationships. I'll be talking to you next week. Have an amazing day and thank you so much for tuning in to our Lovecast.